and welcome to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast. Uh, today is November 26th, and we are all full from Thanksgiving. Uh, my name is Ron, and I'm here as always with my iFanboy compatriots, Connor. Hello. And Josh. Hola. And Josh had this week's pick, and so let's hear what he, what he chose. I uh, went out on a huge limb. <laughs> I was, I, I mean, like, you know, like sometimes you're standing at the craps table and you're like, I'm going to bet it all. I wanted Bendis. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, uh, it was crazy. Shocking, really. Well, I had three books. I had, uh, I had Ex Machina, which I said, Ex Machina, actually. After that one post on the website, I looked up how you're actually supposed to pronounce it, and funny thing, I was pronouncing it wrong, too. Um, <laughs> Wait, so what so is I'm, the, what is the correct pronunciation? Ex Machina. So it's not Machina? No. No, oh, that's what I said. Machina. Okay. All right. Um, so that's, that's for all you pronunciation hounds out there. Uh, pretty good. It was sort of a... It wasn't a standalone episode. Sort of middling. Yeah. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't great. Uh, it was good It was good compared to other things. It wasn't great. Right, 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 right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, one of the things about the Daredevil one that I thought was, was really neat was that it, it's, it was like a fighting regular comic book. Like people were fighting. It was a big fight in the streets, and, and, and it was Elektra and Bullseye, and all of those things sound like they would be incredibly cliched and boring, like I'd read them a million times, but they weren't. It was, uh, you know, very, very well done. It was interesting, and I, I was like, "Ooh, what's going to happen? Is Bullseye crazy?" You know, which you know, to do for the nine millionth time is sort of a feat, uh, you know, in that sense. So I, I, I went with that, um, and uh, let's see. That's about that's about why I liked it. <laughs> just for the fight scene? Well, no, it's just that it was a regular comic book. Like right. it was like I don't ever read books like that and like them anymore. I don't ever read a book where like superhero is in trouble and he fights and. Well, and, I, good. I think it's interesting that you that that you say that because like it, it you're right it is like a, a regular fighting superhero comic book but like compared to like I I bought the Amazing Spider-Man this week against my better judgment um, part six of their the other crossover and it was almost the exact same issue as Daredevil you know superhero in trouble and fighting and Daredevil was like leaps and bounds better than Spider-Man. Right, like, and that's the part I can't quite figure out. Why is it better? I don't know. Maybe it's because. I think one of the things, and I, I believe I wrote this, was that, you know, Murdoch's been in trouble now for I don't know how many years, like on the edge of this precipice of his life, of, of whatever, and for some reason I'm still, like, concerned. I'm like, well, what's going to happen? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. He's been on the edge of disaster and ruin since the 80s. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, like I said, the question keeps coming, like, how is he going to get past this one? And, like, now it really feels like at the end of this whole thing, He's he's going to have to go move to Brazil and live there, and never come back to New York. And I know that's not going to happen. I think you're and, right when you said in the review that the next writer is just screwed. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm, they just end the book almost because there's no way the next writer's going to even come close. They're going to be they're going to be awful. And it's going to be by like no fault of their together. own. It's just going to be, you know. That, that's well, the ti- be- that, that's the typical kind of drop off. I mean, you know, like like look at the Flash going. Like Flash came out last week, and and Jeff Johns ended his great run, and now Joey Cavallari's on it, and it's awful. It's just like it's just awful, and so I don't see how any writer can go on to Daredevil after how many years has Bendis been on it, and like sustain the kind of you know passion and energy that that Bendis put into it. You know, I, I have no. I mean, it's like trying to put together glass after it's been shattered. Like I, I don't know what you would do with that. Other than the only thing I can think of is that you would just almost ignore what had been done before you reboot it, in a way. Yeah, but without doing a number one and all that right, shit, right, right, right. because that's lame. 
I think one of the reasons the fight scene works is because there's rarely a fight scene in this book. Yeah. It's, it's normally intrigue and talking and backstabbing and, you know, Daredevil hardly in the costume. And, and then when a fight scene happens, it's, it's almost jarring because you're not used to it. And that's mm-hmm. what... Other, like, Spider-Man, you know, it's every issue, so it's kind of like, okay, he's fighting again. But this one, it's like, oh, fight. You know, you're not, you're not think- used to it. Also, for some reason, I just I'm I'm a big fan of Daredevil, even though they made him look like the movie Daredevil, which is you, know, you can talk about that whatever you want. It's actually probably more realistic that way. You mean Bullseye? Grounded. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bullseye. Yeah, uh, but Bullseye's scary. Yeah, he is. Uh, whatever yeah. it is, the way I mean, and you can't use him all the time because that would make him not scary. He's like the Joker. Exactly, very much like that because he's really dangerous and he doesn't give a shit. You know, doesn't care. Yeah. Um, you know, like. And he's also that, seriously hurt Daredevil in terms of killing people that he, in the past. So yeah, but you never know if he's going to do it again. Back. Well, Karen, Karen, Karen Page doesn't come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Has you he never shown know up what's since? Happen. Has he shown up since then? Yes. Since the Kevin Smith. Yeah. Thing. Well, he, he he yeah. Well, they did the Kevin Smith thing, and then he showed up in Bendis's book a couple of years ago, and that was the whole argument between Bendis and Smith and Casada is that whether or not Bendis could use their bullseye because Smith like had the stranglehold on him, and finally Casada had to tell Kevin Smith that. Listen, unless you're going to do the book, I got to let Bendis. Yeah, do there it, was so that Daredevil yeah. book that was related to yeah. the movie. Like one issue came out. One, out of, yeah. one oh, yeah. issue out of four, and the rest never came out. It was a, it was a Daredevil Target, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. And, yeah, it was going to explain how he got the the oven burn on his forehead. Or but just never, was. he yeah. never finished this. So he said, finally, they had to give it up and let uh, Bendis do Bendis it. Use what happened was the pie was ready, <laughs> and he had taken the boiling water off of the pot. <laughs> But he misjudged, which is odd for him. It's ironic, really, where the oven was and just burned uh, a little mark of circles into his head. Uh, good news is Pi came out perfectly. That's the most important thing. I think exactly. so. Right on, um, I was right on target. He, just like the, the, the one bit of this where you know, like there's the shattered glass everywhere, and he picks up like a bunch of pieces and just flings them. And you're like, oh, a lot of dead people on the other side of that throat. <laughs> yeah. And like you look over, you know, and they actually didn't. He didn't do it in the next panel. Like well, you flip that... the page and something else had happened, and all of a sudden, then then he turns around and you just hear you see that gurgle, this bunch of with glass in their throat. Yeah. Well, that was that, that. actually, it's funny because I reread those two pages like twice, like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Because if you the fight, that was the only problem with the fight scene was that they're fighting and he throws the glass, and then the next panel he's flying out the window. And then, and then Daredevil's all stuck with the glass, and every, you know everybody's okay. And I missed when he jumped out the window. Like I feel, I felt like a page was missing. I, you know, or, or like panel. a panel was missing. I mean, yeah. I, I know it's juxtaposition, and I can make the intellectual jump that okay, he threw the glass and jumped out the window, and you know, but it was still, you know, it, Scott it, it McCloud confused. would be proud of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> From the school of comics, but um, but yeah, but that when that one panel of Daredevil, Daredevil with all the glass stuck in him was kind of rough. So. But uh, yeah, that was very good. Uh, and I read, I've read. I'm not caught up to you guys. I've read all the books from the last three weeks. So, oh, congratulations! The, the last. I mean, I didn't read all House six. Of M. No, I had a big old. I could count them, but I'm not going to. You know what I read, which was actually pretty good. There was another western uh, that Azarello did called Loveless. Mm-hmm. Did either of you see that? No. No, it was pretty good too. It was a, a like a it was like a western of a guy who was way after the Civil War and comes back and shoots a bunch of people. Who put that out? That's uh, Vertigo, hmm. but it's right. by uh, Marcelo Frusin. I might uh, go look for that. Hellblazer. Does, does Azarello write for anybody else than DC or Vertigo? I'm. I think he's probably got a pretty good deal. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm guessing. He well, he did. He did some Marvel for a little while. Did Remember? he? He did the Hulk. Uh, I don't read him. 
though. No, but oh, it was okay. like a, uh, I think he did the Hulk for a little while. He did some other stuff, but uh, yeah. Another great thing about Daredevil was the very end, the uh, Kingpin putting Ben Yurik in that position. Yeah, uh, which well is done. which is really good. Ben Yurik's basically got to choose between his family and betraying his his friend Daredevil. Right, and he's 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 got to do one or the other. That's and one that thing really, I think that was really great. Bendis has also done really consistently and well has been to write the Kingpin. Yeah, like yeah. I mean that was real. Uh, that was a that was a like talk about a plot like a plan to screw both Daredevil and Yurik at the same you know mm-hmm. in, in the same you know kind of stroke and he he pulled it off. It was amazing. So good stuff. Yeah, very very good. Plus, I, I still love the art. It's, it's really good. Malieve is fantastic, and I'm I'm gonna be so sad when he leaves this book. I mean, like, I, and I'll I'll pro- I probably will look to see what he does next just to follow because I like the art so much. Where did you he know? come from? Uh, he did Sam and Twitch. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. that was good. Yeah, you know how good that was. Yeah, yeah, that, that was and, good. And Todd just canceled it. And that, but the, <laughs> but it's it's on the same it's on the same bent as like I love the Gaydas's art on Alias. Right, it's that similar I, vein. Yeah, it's very similar vein, but I haven't been able to find anything Gatos has done since Alias, and I'm Can sure I he's done something. You may like uh, some of the work that we've seen in Gotham Central. Yes, oh, just really? to continue a theme. Yeah, it's in the same. <laughs> one of the, it's definitely well, in the same vein. One of the great things yeah. about the Daredevil art is it, it really, really does feel like New York, as opposed to some of the other books that are set in New York that just seem wrong. It just doesn't oh, yeah, it, feel it's like total New York. Kitchen. And this just yeah, really totally... feels like that neighborhood. It looks like yeah. it. I mean, it's obviously photo referenced and. All that, but it's 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 so good in terms of feeling New York, which is Daredevil. Daredevil needs to feel like it's in New York. Yeah, he gains a lot from that. I think. I just find it amusing because uh, that neighborhood is still portrayed in these books as being really rough and scary, but it's just not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's some there's some dark streets that I would go down at night, but for the most part, it's pretty much Yuppieville. Well, yeah, but but I mean, some of the areas of Hell's Kitchen are still a little, you know, or they're not as bad as some of the other areas in the city. I mean, they're... No, it's just funny that they know, keep referring to it yeah. as a scary part of the Marvel Universe, but yeah. it's, it's just not. I couldn't afford to live there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the Westies are still running it or anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, what did you what did you like this week? Um, well, no, I, I mean, I too, you know, enjoyed Daredevil. I mentioned earlier, that, you know, that I bought Amazing Spider-Man. I just want to touch up on the fact that um, Spider-Man has no eye now. Um, in the big fight in Amazing Spider-Man, and part of this crossover with Moreland, the villain, ripped his eye out. And so, which led me, and Connor, I told you this earlier, led me to ask the question as soon as I read that, ugh, how are they going to fix that? <laughs> because they have to fix that. Right, yeah, I mean, how? it's not like, you know, like, it's, and it's probably going to, it's probably going to be so, it's probably going to be some awful, weird spider thing, and he'll be reborn or whatever, you know. And They've like, really you know, ruined Spider-Man. He'll get Spider-Man a compound again. spider eye. Yeah. It's and then, right. then it'll be the Spider-Man eye saga. You <laughs> can't go outside, and you'll have to wear, like, an elephant man hood. Part one of 12. I mean, this, this, other, this other crossover has just been really bad, and it all I think it all goes back to Straczynski's run on Spider-Man, which I think Straczynski single-handedly is No, he Spider-Man. was really good for the first year, again, like Bruce yeah. Jones was in the Hulk, but... Uh, they had the brief Spider-Man Renaissance, I think, that year, and then it just—they—he brought yeah. the whole spider um, totem thing into it, and how he was—he was a, he was a Ezekiel mi- mythical spider kind of, yeah. uh, descendant. It was just awful, and that's when I started just dropping all the Spider-Man books again. Bad news. Is anybody bad notable news. doing that book? Well, right now, Reginald Hudlin's on it. <laughs> Reggie Hudlin. He haunts Reggie my Hudlin nightmares. And, D- <laughs> and, and and Diodato is doing the art. 
Um, which is good. I mean, I, but it was like I found myself reading it just kind of like, I mean, like where Daredevil I read like twice because it was so it was almost you know again it's almost the same kind of fight book. Mm-hmm. Um, I read Spare, Spider-Man. I was like I couldn't finish it quick enough. You know, just, can I uh, can I suggest something? Sure. Don't buy the next one. Yeah, no, it's just drop it's, it. it's, it's, it's really close to it. I got to no, 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 You just how, was the last one good? Um, before this, it's been good. I mean, before this crossover, it's been decent. Okay, how I mean, many I mean, issues of this crossover? Um, we're halfway through, so it's issue. So far, we're on part six of twelve. And there's nothing in the world that's going to get you not to buy that, is there? Well, no, I'm not buying the crossover. I'm just buying the books, the Spider-Man books that are participating in this the crossover. This is what I'm, I'm talking about. Every book. What? There's nothing in the world to get you to stop buying these Spider-Man books for the duration of this horrible thing. Possibly. Come I mean, back no, in really five episodes or issues and see if uh, see if Buster's got his hand back. I mean, <laughs> if Spider-Man has his eye back. <laughs> well, anyway, aside from that, I um I read the typical X-Men and Ultimate X-Men books, um which were good, but not you know amazing. Did you hate Ultimate yeah. X-Men? No, it was all right. It was, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to it because Kirkman's taking over. The yeah, he is taking it over. Really? You know that, yeah. Josh? Next issue. Yeah. So, is, uh, uh, is it next issue? Is writing it now? Or is... uh, so right now it's Vaughn. Yeah. And while you think Vaughn would be fantastic, it's been all right. I think it's it just been good. Hasn't... You just don't like it. I, um, I don't like Amonin's art, you know, Stuart Amonin. He changed his style, and I used to really love him, and I don't really like the new style too much. Yeah, now it's all, like, anime and, like, yeah, it's but yeah, you should, but... you should probably check it out. Ooh. Kirkman is on there. Yeah, Kirkman, next issue. I like Vaughn more and... than I like Kirkman. I didn't buy it when he was writing it. Well... And important, and more importantly, on the flip side of Ultimate X Men is Vision Part Two. Ultimate, I didn't even open Ultimate it. Vision Number Two. I read Ultimate <laughs> Vision Part One, and I wanted my three seconds back. Oh, wait! Till, wait! Do you read Part Two? It's just I uh, didn't even look at it. I will. I refuse. Basically, the, the 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 if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the uh, the entire plot for the first one was they turned a machine on. Yes. Yeah. Pretty. They much. flicked the switch. Like, what's that? What do we do? Click. I'm Vision. End. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> well, this one wasn't much better. So, <laughs> well, so what Connor was your favorite had, one, though? You never said what your favorite book was. Um, honestly, I'd have to agree with Josh and say it was Daredevil. Okay. Yeah. Um, I read a bunch of stuff. A lot of it was crap. Um, but my favorite book was Seven Soldiers Frankenstein. Uh, it, Interesting. Yeah. I do tell. It was really just. It was wacky, uh, and I had a lot of fun reading it. So the Seven Soldiers series has been really. Um, I can't tell what's going on. I'm sticking with it. Because it supposedly all makes sense when you read it together, only I've got a bad memory for these things. And by the time, you know, I don't remember what happened a couple months ago in these books. And I can't, I can't see how they're being cohesive, but I do enjoy some of the individual titles. And this, because they're written in a way, you can't enjoy them that way. Frankenstein is just crazy. And it's, a, it's about, it's the kind of book where you got to you got to kind of draw your own conclusions. He sort of drops you in the middle of it, and you got to figure the story out. Which I kind of enjoy that. Frankenstein turns out in 1870 was a superhero. Frankenstein's a monster, which is called he's called Frankenstein in this, and he's he's some kind of superhero. He's got a sword and a gun, and he's killing evil people. And then it flashes forward to the present, where there's this kid in high school who suddenly develops the ability to to read people's thoughts um, in a, in a comic book way. He sees them above their heads in word balloons. <laughs> and uh, he just, he he he's infected with this. He's infected by this monster. He's going to kill everybody, turn them into cocoons. Frank, it, it somehow calls forth Frankenstein from the, you know, from the past, wherever he was buried in the ground, and he comes in and hacks people up with his sword. It was, it was just goofy, wacky, big monster with a sword and a gun. Who did it? Was it who's Morrison? It 
That's, you know what I'm going? That sounds like Grant Morrison. <laughs> Grant Morrison wrote it, and Doug Monkey drew it, and he, he draws big things well. And... Wait, wait, Doug Monkey? Yeah. Is it really pronounced Monkey? Yes. I believe. Really? Yes. No, I thought it was Man- Mankey. Or I think it's Monkey. You know, I monkey, think he wanted monkey. to differentiate himself from years of torture. Yeah. <laughs> but it was okay, good. We're gonna it take was role just... is uh, Doug Mankier. It's Monkey, ma'am. Actually, I yes. like all the children <laughs> to make fun of me. Yes, exactly. Although that'd be a cool name to have. But anyway, I thought it was really enjoyable. He, he, uh, he's just a big old monster. And now Frankenstein lives. This is the last line of the... in the DC universe. Frankenstein yes. lives. Thank God. With a big sword and a gun and a shield. What sort of sword? It's, it's a one. It's sword. a two-handed broadsword. <laughs> I think it's uh, got plus seven. chant on that. Yeah. <laughs> is it blue? <laughs> it's got a fire, fiery glow. Oh, club. we're losers. Uh, but it was good. It was really. I, I, had a, I had a fun time reading it, which is something you know you don't often have these days reading comics. I was like, that was a fun little romp. So we'll see how the rest oh, of it goes. Some of it's really bad. And I know I picked this as my pick of the weekend, so I'm trying to remember if this is true. Uh, did Paladin show up in Daredevil? Paladin. Oh yeah, the guy who, um, the guy who at the end. I remember him. Who took out? Who ta- who, wait, yes, Paladin. There yeah, is. yeah, that's yeah. I'm that's just Paladin. getting it mixed up with Ultimate Spider-Man, but I remember him from the Super Spidey saga. Really, Todd McFarlane. He was on one of the covers. And and what what do you remember of him? I don't really remember, although he was friends with Spider-Man back then, and now he's a killer for hire. And he shot Daredevil. But I was like, which hey, I, I know this random uh, this random character. It's like way Which many I, people in the Marvel Universe who can kill anything from a really long ways away. Well, he had a really big scope on the gun. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, but he had probably one of those. You can only use mutant powers to use the scope or something like that. Right. You know what the best thing of the week really was, though? It was Why the Last Man, Volume nine, volume 6, trade paperback. Which story was that? Girl on Girl. Oh. The one where he's on the boat with the, the people. That continues, by the way. Issues 32 to 36. I think I just read 39 and, uh, last night. That was really good. Also, the great thing about this book is I turned my non-comic reading siblings on to Y a few months ago when there was nothing to do. I said, why don't you read this book? It's not com- it's not superheroes. It's like sci-fi. And so they got, I guess they were bored enough to read them, and they both, both ended up reading all five volumes. And then when I got home from the comic store, I said, hey, look what's out. And they went, oh, they were excited. It was, it was kind of fun because they were excited about a comic. <laughs> and much fun was had. No, it, it was, I mean, it's really unusual that they were excited about a comic coming out. And also, my brother took it from me and read it before I did. So, wow. I mean, that, that was kind of fun. My wife reads that every issue. Yeah. So. And she reads Fringe in Paradise, those two books. Every time they come out, she's like, ooh, a new one. It was a Thanksgiving miracle. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so it looks like it was a pretty good week. It was. It, you'll you'll forgive our lethargy. Uh, I know that Connor has at least three kinds of meat in him. I have. If you punch me in the stomach, I would uh, eject turkey and uh, <laughs> and chicken. What a lovely thought. Yeah, we might do that later two, for fun. Just so I have two kinds of pie. Chocolate pie, I had too. I had chocolate pie. I had pumpkin pie. Uh, I had some last night when I got home from visiting my dad, and that was a mistake. I had a bit of a brownie. At one point. Nice. And then last night I was like, let's order a pizza. Because you're going to be slothful. <laughs> be slothful. If you're going to gain the weight, you might as well do it now. Oh, this is the time. <laughs> and then lose it. When, this is know. from now till the end of Jan- end of December. It's when, it's, it's when it's okay to get are off. Fat. What well, kinds of pie did you have, Ron? Um, I only had one kind of pie, but I had three pounds of risotto. <laughs> yeah. Three pounds? I think 
th- I, in one I, setting? Was, just about three. Are they rolling yeah. you from the table to a, some sort <laughs> oh, of bed? Oh, so good though. Was there not a turkey? <laughs> no, there was a turkey, but we do we do a risotto course before um, the turkey. Turkey's kind of you know whatever. So our little Italian spin on things. Uh, we had a we had but, a four um, course meal. <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Um, if you guys want to read about Josh's uh, pick of the week on ifanboy.com, head over there and click on the pick of the week on the right side. And if you have any um, comments or want to tell us what you ate for Thanksgiving, be sure to um, comment on the site and uh, let us know what, you know how you enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday and what comics you read. I don't really want to hear about your Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, I'll... Uh, listen, I'm willing to listen to pie testimonials. Pie testimony we love. We can take your pie testimonial. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good news for anybody who's been worried. The uh, TIE Fighter is in excellent condition. You found all the pieces? I did. It took me about three or four days to find the last one. <laughs> did you go there with, like, website. a CSI kit? Like, uh, oh, what was it? The heart was just right there, I might be overthinking Oh, here it is. Every time I go to New York, like, it's like a food marathon. Well, I gotta have a hot dog here, and I've gotta get Chinese food at Connors. It's the New York experience. (laughs) 